Jeff. Hey, Keith. As you know, I'm a pretty analog human being. You know this, right? I, I do know this. I had a house phone, landline. Oh, uh, that was I, probably digital. Well, it felt pretty analog to me. Okay, all right. I like smoking real cigarettes. I don't like these e-cigarettes. Those things kind of weird me out. I mean, any tobacco that's flavored like watermelon and is not in a hookah does not belong to me. Hmm. I'm, I'm an analog cigarette smoker. Okay, I'll give you that. Are you rolling your own? I do roll my own from time to time, terribly. Okay. But, but still, these e-cigarettes weird me out. We're, we're, we're diverging right now. That's still a very analog thing I do. And another analog thing I do, I like actual vinyl records, Jeff. Mm, I know you do. Now, the, the only difference in this is I, I, I like hip-hop on CD or digital because I like my car to sound like it's farting. Every time the bass comes in, you know what I'm talking about. Well, but you just want that for the convenience, right? Basically, because you don't have a record player in your car. Is that the deal? You don't know that. You don't know that, do you? I don't. It's true. I don't know whether or not you you have installed a record player in your car. Well, you know, I'm 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 going real old school, man. Here, I'm going to get a candy painted lack, get some 24s on that bitch. <laughs> you know, white white leather interior. I'm going to start just wearing all velvet suits all the time. And vinyl records in your car. And vinyl records. Do you know they actually, you know they actually had that there. for a while. I know they did, but you don't want to leave them in there in the heat. No, they melt. That's happened to me before. Yeah, it's too bad. It is. It is a shame. Uh, but yeah, I like I like some vinyl records. I've I've started buying. I mean, in the past, yeah, you know, probably let's 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 be generous here. Ten years or so, mm-hmm. there, there's been a pretty big vinyl revolution. You know, people would say it's been led by people like Jack White. Even the Black Keys, you know, Dan Auerbach. Yeah. In his in his studio. They do a lot of stuff like that. Um, and and, and I, I really appreciate it. I mean, I think that the portability of it is definitely suspect. <laughs> but I think that, personally, everything about a vinyl record appeals to me more than digital CD, with the sole exception of portability. But, mm. you know, again, with these, with these people who are with these people who are doing it, you know, in a nouveau era, if you will. Yeah. I've been drinking. I've been drinking a little, so I'm going to throw out some words <laughs> All right. like new, nu- like nouveau. Um, <laughs> you know, they they include it always with a digital download. But there's, you can go ahead, and I know that you have a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Name every problem you have with vinyl, and I will refute it. I see. I would prefer refute. to start the other way. I would like you to enumerate the things that you love about vinyl, and I will refute them. Have you been drinking? Because you just said enumerate. I did. I have not been drinking. I have been programming. Are you drinking tonight with me? Uh, you know, I am not. I should, but it is just too hot here. It's crazy, man. It's so hot here. I can't do anything but just keep putting water in. Dude. So Shut up, Jeff. You don't even you don't even know hot. Well, man, you have AC where you live, right? Well, I'm not where I live right now. I'm upstate. I'm going to leave upstate in a very vague sense, so people can imagine upstate anything. But I'm upstate right now. You're in an undisclosed location. <laughs> in an undisclosed upstate location. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we have. But dude, man, it gets 115 down there for days at a time. So don't complain to me about the heat. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, your structures are designed with that in mind. You can't find a building without AC 
here Allow we, we have al- nothing. Go ahead. I have one little room with an AC unit in the window, and I, I am under- hiding out in here. I understand. I lived in New York City for many years. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that. Did you just hear that car horn behind me? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, for for everybody who's listening, I am outside right now, so you will hear some odd noises. I'm sure. Yeah. Again, on, undisclosed on undisclosed phone. upstate locations. Yeah, undis- <laughs> on a cell phone. Undisclosed upstate locations mean out, outdoor recording. Maybe you can even hear the crickets behind me. Let me enumerate for you, Jeff. I'm drinking Sierra Nevada beer, by the way. I'm not even drinking hard liquor anymore. Okay, wait, wait. This, right. Again, again, undisclosed upstate locations in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I think I think beer is called for. I know. I don't. I don't disagree with that one bit. I all right. I agree with that assessment. I just disagree with your assessment about final. All right. So let me enumerate for you, Vaughn. A of all. Oh, A of all. A of all. Something you cannot refute. The experience of listening to vinyl. And I'm talking the experience of the sound, the crackle of the needle on the actual record, to the feeling of actually having the sleeve in your hand, to being able to read along with the lyrics, to see real cover art, just the whole experience. Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking from an emotional standpoint. I'm not even getting into a... like aural standpoint the the emotional standpoint of the experience of listening to a vinyl album far trumps anything that digital can provide or even cd hmm refute that refute that and i dare you to <laughs> well um i don't know there's a lot of ways to go there uh <laughs> i think you have nothing i know you have nothing that's a, you, a lot of ways to go is mean you have nothing wow this is getting contentious Man. I'm sorry, I've been, I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I would argue that the emotional experience of putting on the now defunct Super Audio CD standard and listening to a true you know, surround sound experience of really, really well-mixed music, I think that can be just as emotional. I think, I think what you are getting really excited about is the, um, uh, the right... It's the ritual. It's yeah. the ritual of having, of having a turntable, of putting it on, of lying on your back and just listening to it. And I mean, I have albums that I bought at flea markets. And now these are older albums. I'm not talking about the you know, newly pressed stuff. But I have albums that I bought. At, I have a Van Morrison album of Tupelo Honey, his best album. I don't care what anybody says about Astro Weeks. It's great, but Tupelo Honey is the best one that he's ever put out. All right. And you know, I, I, I have this album. Had it for years literally years and one day i decided to put it on sit on the floor and listen to it i'm looking through the sleeve and i find a giant wall-sized poster of van morrison in a pirate shirt that i never knew was in there (laughs) i mean these are things that vinyl albums provide for you it's like i have a version of sergeant peppers with a coloring book book inside of it and a version of magical mystery tour that has like a whole picture book along with it that you can read the story and you know exile on Main Street with postcards. It's like, yeah. Well, nope. and don't don't forget about that Cheech and Chong one where you slide the thing out. You know, you slide the door panel out of the thing, and then you can see where all the drugs are in the door panel. I've never even heard about that one. Oh man, yeah. I don't know some some Cheech and Chong record. I know my dad had it. Wow, your dad had it. Bob did. He did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, Bob. <laughs> I'm gonna have to mention that next time I see him. <laughs> so, um, 
I know what you're saying, and I appreciate. But, but super, I, well, super, super audio cannot cannot compete with that. No, no. I guess what I would say is the things that you're excited about the ritual, like. Well, first, you spent some time on the artifacts. You know the uh, the fold out poster. The you know, that stuff has been done in CDs before, right? So I don't think that that. I think All right. I think the beauty. Right. I think the beauty of that in vinyl. I I will grant you it is wonderful, but and that is not something that has to be exclusive to vinyl. And but I it's been done, but how, but how has it really been done? I think your fixation on the vinyl. It, is just precluding the, I guess I would say, the emotional experience you are talking about, I have absolutely had with music that's not vinyl. It's just a matter never of had, putting never. the experience of listening to the music first. Unless unless I'm having sex to the music, I've never had that emotional connection to me. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I think the, bl- on, the black, on this the, point, black the, bl- the black keys album, brother is brothers is an awesome album to listen to. By the way, if you're if you want to get into if you want to get into the mix. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm just putting that out there for anybody who wants to do that. Is that a sex recommendation? Yes, that is a sex recommendation. It's just dirty, nasty. Oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Um. But all right. I'm, so. I'm 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 feeling pretty wily, Jeff. I just got a tattoo. I, you know, I'm, I'm my my life has started to expand in in ways that you know that I don't even know. So, and I've been drinking again. So we're just gonna we're gonna leave it at that. Are you? Did you spend all your apogee money on that tattoo? Des, no, I didn't spend all my apogee money on that tattoo. Come on, I, I spent a li- I spent I, I spent a little of that money on my tattoo, but <laughs> I, I I I have I have the money for the apogee. Don't worry. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. I um, and I know I know you're worried about that, Jeff. <laughs> oh man, I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this this first point. On the emotional experience, come on, man. I mean, how can you you can't physically with a super? I mean, with a super audio, say, man, you can light incense and hold. Have you ever listened to some girls or physical graffiti? on on vinyl and like held those those albums where they have the slide outs and or dark side of the moon have you ever like held the actual cover art in your hands I, and listened to them i have and i appreciate the experience have you i have God, yes I can't and, be- I can't, I appreciate- and i can't believe you don't agree with me on this oh you know here's here's where the problem is i think the lack of oral fidelity is a distraction no, from the emotional but, experience. But that's the way they wanted it to sound, Jeff. I disagree. That was the way it had to sound at the time because that was the only distribution medium. All right, you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah. That is the way it had to sound at the time. Maybe it's not the way they wanted it to sound. It probably sounded different in the studio when they were mixing it. But at the same time, that was the intention, that they knew that that was how it was going to sound. So they had, so they had to make it sound that way. So that was, in effect, the intention of the way it was going to sound. Oh, I mean, it was acceptance of the way it was going to sound. But when you listen to, let's pick an album both of us can agree on is a is a wholly amazing album. Um, you're not a huge Rolling Stones fan, are you? Oh, dude, I love the Stones. Do you? So, is there a Stones album that I'm, you love? I'm insulted by your accusation. Wow. 
Wow. All right. So is there a Stones album that you particularly love? I, I couldn't. I like them all, man. I, I don't know. I haven't heard a Stones. I, Tattoo You is. Eh, mm. That's that's, a, that's, a, that's actually a surprisingly decent album for the it, era that it was released in. That, I mean, that with that caveat. No, yes, all right. All right. But, we, we actually we, we actually have to go back on this. The whole Stones thing is, is a, we can have this conversation at a different moment because I'm kind of a Stones aficionado. Abbey Road. Mm. Pretty amazing album. Yep. Can we can we agree on the fact that Abbey Road is like wholly kind of an incredible album? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, right down to the end of it, with the, the end of it. By the end of it, I mean the B side, where it's just everything's flowing into each other. And you know, honestly, Matt, I think that in the end, when you can listen to what it sounded like when they first released it, like that's how people heard Abbey Road. Mm-hmm. They heard Come Together for the first time that way. They heard Octopus's Garden for the first time that way. Yeah, on vinyl, and the Fidelity is not a super audio CD. It's not even an MP3. But Well, I, I, will, I would give you that it, it would be better than, than a lot of MP3s out there. But. You're right. But, but there's something just so authentic about the way it sounds. I, no, I, I will, I will and, absolutely and, grant you that. I don't think we're going to settle this point, though. Oh, we're going to settle it, Jeff. Mm-mm. No, 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 we're not. Oh, we're settling this point about the authenticity of this. <laughs> I would I would take, you know, you, you brought up Abbey Road, and I would actually take that as a transition. We could pivot into a technical discussion here. Not that we need to get super technical, but one of my colleagues bought the um, the Beatles 1 album, the you, you know, that collection of singles. Yep. I have it on I, I, CD. He okay. has it on vinyl. Okay. Who would buy that on vinyl, though? Come on, man. It's like, just buy the actual albums on vinyl. I was shocked that it was released on vinyl for that very reason. Like, the person who's going to buy the vinyl is the person who's going to buy the original album, not mm-hmm. the collection of singles. But it exists. So, he has it. So, um, he actually... We, we did a comparison of the two. And there were a couple things that really jumped out at us. Uh, spectrally things sounded, you know, pretty similar. The original recordings didn't have a ton of bass in them, so they didn't really have to drop a ton out for the most part for the record, right? So spectrally things seemed pretty good, but what was really, really fascinating to us was the spatial difference in particular on the mono tracks. And this is a new idea to me. I hadn't ever thought about this until we had this listening experience. Mm -hmm. So, you take you know some of the original early Beatles stuff. I want to hold your hand, right? Mm-hmm. Which I actually can't stand that song. But ah, well, I mean, it's not. It's it's a great song, but I mean, it's it's I want to hold your hand. I mean, right? Yeah, I'm exactly like I I appreciate it as a song. I really don't enjoy listening to it though. Fair. Um. So, but if you take that song and I can which which side note to that. Any early Stones song, I will take over any early Beatles song. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's like the Stones had that kind of like danger that even the earliest of, come on. I mean, like, if you listen to Paint It Black or Under My Thumb. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so. Compa- I mean, Under My Thumb, telling them that, you know, it's like, I got this bitch down. <laughs> and meanwhile, the Beatles are saying, please let me hold your hand. Right, yeah, yeah. The Stones definitely had um, a bit more of an edge to them. A bit? Hmm. It's an understatement. Man, they were, they were dangerous. 
But so, would okay. you would you would you let your daughter marry a Rolling Stone? Absolutely not. Let me finish my point. Though, so. <laughs> um, all right. So this comparison, we took this mono song, right, and we listened to the CD version and we listened to the vinyl. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that we both noticed was that the mono song was a lot less mono coming off the vinyl. So instead of a very, very precise pinpoint image, it was kind of a big, hazy thing. And not huge. It wasn't stereo, but it was noticeably less mono than in the digital version. And uh, so my theory on this is that for whatever reason, his uh, cartridge, his record player or the vinyl, you know, the actual pressing of the vinyl, the, um, basically the, uh, because it's an analog reading of the music off of the vinyl, there's a lot of ways that mechanism can generate imperfections. And between the very slight magnitude and very slight phase interactions between the channels, the whole Mm -hmm. thing got bigger and it was actually a very, very pleasing effect. But I think that pleasing effect is very much due to an imperfection in the technology. And to me, I I think that might be a a piece of the story as to why people have this reverence and um, this concept that vinyl sounds better than digital, right? It's less sterile. It's, you know, I I had just never considered this... uh, you know, the, the fact that mono isn't actually strictly, truly mono coming off of vinyl just due to the uh, mechanical imperfections. I think, I think the biggest thing that I would say for vinyl that actually does, you know, bother me, uh, and, you know, it comes from my, my point of view as a bass player, you mentioned it a while ago, is the fact that it's like, you know, a lot of times with vinyl, it's like you don't get a lot of bass. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, you really don't get a lot of that. But you know, it's like back in the day, it's like there weren't really a lot of bands who needed like thumping ass bass. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah let's it's be a- real. I mean, it's like it's. Like, I think that the the first vinyl album I actually ever bought myself was uh, Parliament's mm. Mothership Connection. Yeah, which was probably one of the most bass heavy albums that of of the era, just because Bootsy mm. Collins was such a monster. He's a monster, but I don't know that I would call that bass heavy i would say well like the, the no, no no the bass that's is, what it is it's, yeah. it's not it's not bass heavy like right totally it's bass heavy with the instrument mm-hmm. he just plays it differently right he, it's not bass heavy like how dr dre's beats would be like you know again making your car fart you know it's <laughs> it, it, it's it's not like that it's bass heavy like you can just hear the instrument people just people adapted better to the technology i mean so so this is actually i th- I kind of wonder, um, I had never thought about this, and I'm sure any musicologist out there who has given this any thought would say that this is super obvious, but I mean, it, it seems very clear now that I'm thinking about it, that the, um, the prevalence of bass and massive bass and low frequencies in music today, actually, it's an evolution of the music we're creating due to a technological evolution, Right. I would absolutely agree. Yeah. I mean, it's like we you wouldn't be making to like, this music if we didn't have the technology to reproduce. 
Oh, absolutely. And you could find like literally millions, I'm sure, of examples of this. But it's like I was just listening to it the other day, so I'm just going to use this as an easy softball you know, example. But it's like you listen to Around the World, the first track on Californication by the Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. where literally the first note is just a distorted low E on the bass. Mm-hmm. That would not come through on vinyl. Yeah, it would make the, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean. It, it would just sound thin. It, would just, it wouldn't have the, the resonance of like, mm-hmm. oh, snap, this album's about to get crazy. Right. You know, meanwhile, it's like with the technology, you get this like incredible, you know, hand of God sort of shake your subwoofers out of your car. So are you still listening to records on that one like mono three and a half inch speaker? Oh, the Victrola? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm, that's kind of interesting, actually. I think you would find a different, you would have a very different experience if you listened on a system that could play full range, even, even though, you know, the vinyl doesn't have, doesn't contain quite as full a range as modern music. Um, I absolutely I, would. And I, and I thought about getting one many times. I don't know. I like the Victrola sort of sound. I kind of like that. You know, I'm not. Yeah, I, you know, I, see, I right. would accuse you of fetishizing this. Uh, I was, this I was, you know, I was, I was, I was about to say that. I was actually about to say that. I think that a lot of my, a lot of it for me is just the experience, you know. And I think it sounds great. I love the crackle and I love the imperfections in the records. And you know, I I buy new records, but you know, mostly I buy old records. Yeah. You know, I I love the sound of some girls on vinyl, and I love the sound of you know harvest you know you know neil young's harvest on on uh, on vinyl it's like because I, I like the sound of it and i do fetishize it mm-hmm. completely and this is going back to one of our very first discussions but you know i do want to hear i mean i've heard I'm, i've heard records on a, on a real system mm-hmm. and they sound amazing they do they really sound incredible yeah yeah and and and, and i still like that sound and it's not to say that i like it better you know again there there are definitely there are definitely reasons to, you know, listen to digital music or CDs or, you know, MP3s. There are definitely reasons why that is, like, that quality is better mm-hmm. for, for some genres. But, you know, if, if I just, if I'm around my house, you know, if I could listen to everything on a vinyl record player, I would. Mm-hmm. Like, just not, not sitting down and trying to transcribe music, not you know, really like trying to bump it in my car for a party or anything like that. But if I could just sit down in my house, like while I'm hanging out and listen to anything on vinyl, I would do that. Yeah. I mean, I can't argue with that, uh, that experience. It's a, it's a wonderful experience. I just, I, it maybe, maybe this is the way to wrap this thing up. This, uh, this argument is that I think we're arguing just totally different positions, not counter positions, but just like unrelated positions my gripes with vinyl are completely unrelated to the things that you love about it Mm. i'll agree with you on that all right there you go there's a positive place (laughs) to wrap it up (laughs) so jeff you had something you wanted to discuss briefly tonight didn't you i i had a topic i was thinking maybe we could get into um related to managing expectations when you're working with other people on creative endeavors um but I think you know, the level, the heat level is creeping back up in here. I've got to kick this AC back on in a few more not, minutes here. Not only is the heat level creeping up, but my drunk level is creeping up as well. Ooh, yeah. All right. Maybe we should wrap it up <laughs> then. And, uh, and we can talk about that next time.
All right. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that you know, unfor- unfortunately, I didn't, I didn't vanquish you, Jeff, on, on this one. Mm. You're never, gonna, you're never going to really see my fetish for vinyl. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll make you listen to vinyl until the end of your life. Uh, I mean, let's. I have a small vinyl collection. I have a record player. I have it hooked up to something with a sub in it. Um, wow! All right. Yeah, actually, the every time I try and listen to it, the sub makes the record player skip. So I've got to do something about that. Um, one more, uh, one more problem with with vinyl technology. What's that? Skipping. But I love that. I mean, it's like when it skips, what you can kind of... What is there to love about that? It's the experience. All right, all right. We got to stop before we uh, we get back into it. All right. Next all right. time, we will talk about something that's a little bit more concrete. Yeah, or less. Who knows? Or less. But for now, I love you, Jeff. I love you too, Keith. Have a good night, man. All right, man. You as well. All right, I'll talk to you soon.